Hello everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant, and I'd like to introduce my co-host, George. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, music lovers. And Liam. Hello everybody. Oh, keep it simple. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, we have a Facebook group, Flawless Friends and Family. There's a link in the show notes um, where we announce in advance what albums we're covering. Yes. And if you leave your comments on the album, we will include them in the podcast. And I'm saying that because for the first time, I actually have some comments from people. Do you? That we are oh. going to include in the podcast. Oh, this is good. Are so. they saying that your decisions are all wrong in relation to what you're... <laughs> no. no, they have comments about the album we're about to discuss. Oh, oh cool. Excellent. Oh, here we go. All right. We also have a Patreon, and for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can get bonus episodes and link. there's a link in the show notes too. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash flawless AMP. And on Tuesday nights, super exciting, most times two of the three of the <laughs> hosts, um, mainly in specifically Liam and George, um, have a live music chat where we chat about podcasts, uh, all about the episodes um, and all things music. That's Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard. On Clubhouse. On Clubhouse. Search Clubhouse for all Australian music industry. Um, and you'll find us there. We are very excited. We have guests. And not only, and it's a plural, plural. for the first time, five marks. Mm -hmm. um, would you like to introduce yourselves, please? My name's Jacob. My name's Alex. And we're from Shag Rock. Rock. Nice. Yes. yes. There you go. We are, we are package deal. Day, days <laughs> of preparation. Hey, that doesn't come just like that, <laughs> no. guys, I can yeah. tell you. Um, so welcome, guys. And you've got an, an album for us that you'd like to nominate, please. Over to you. We do. It's David Gray, White Ladder. Tell us about why David Gray, White Ladder. Mm. I'd say why is because we often talk about, you know, the inspiration behind bands that yes. these days. But David Gray was an inspiration himself, I feel. Especially to, to us. Um, yes. But probably to a lot of music people, just a bit of an icon. Yeah. But a, a icon. hidden icon. Hidden icon. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah, agree Liam, you're looking at notes there, but furiously. I got so I got so much stuff to say about white. Do Lattin. you really? All, all of it straight from the Wikipedia page. So yeah, this that's is, okay. This is good. Lots of, <laughs> yeah. lots of deep research. But so, can, can we find out why or how you guys found mm, white what a ladder? Because I like this. it came out in '98 and then in 2000 when you weren't actually born. So, um, how on earth did you come across this very kind of obscure album? Would have been born maybe about. Four or five, I'm guessing, mm. in 2000? Uh, yeah, five we would have been. Yeah. Well, well, my first guitar teacher actually said the same thing because he was asking uh, what kind of music do you listen to? And one of the people I said was David Gray and he was just perplexed. He was like, how do you know? Was he? Hmm? He's like, how do you know David Gray? And I, I never thought about it until then. But I was like, oh, I guess my parents had quite a good taste, just a diverse taste and showed me a lot of it that I just must have taken for granted, just like different 
artists and bands. Genres. Genres, yeah. All different ones. And I was like, I guess that's one of those, you know, older ones that I've grown up on but didn't really didn't really know until you until you know until someone until you t- know uh, you pulls know. you up until on you it know. yeah, yeah. wow is this you're you're a fan of Dave Gray yeah yeah I like had only heard like sort of the hits until um, I met my girlfriend and her dad was a huge David Gray fan and she's like if you want to impress Greg you yeah. listen to some David Gray and I'm like I get stuck into this then. <laughs> and I listened to it I was like this is actually unbelievable like. It's just, it, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Maybe I'll let you start. Wow. <laughs> Liam, you got lots of notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the note taker. Sorry, it was his fourth studio album. Yes. Oh, back, to, back to business. But what George said was the interesting fact is that it was released in November 1998 through Grey's own record label. So he put the album together, had his own record label, and was like, here you go, world. Here's my Opus album. Nothing. Nobody cared. Just read dead silence. Wow. Two yeah. years later, he signs to Dave Matthews' label, ATO Records. South Africa. Dave Matthews puts it out, and it's a world beater, and it's massive, and wow. it spends three years in the UK Top 100 Ooh, albums. So constantly charting between May 2000 and March 2003. Total charting time as of 2020 is 176 weeks, making it one of the longest charting albums in UK chart history. Um it sold over 3 million copies in the UK, the 10th best-selling album of the 21st century and the 26th best-selling album of all time and has currently sold 7 million copies worldwide. 26th best-selling album of all time in the UK. In the UK. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so we are... Good work this is a, this is a big one. research, yeah? Credit yeah. To you. Wow. That's good. Yeah, that's wow. good research. That's literally word for word off Wikipedia. And, Don't and give me too much credit. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> you, still, you still put it on there. You retyped it or Control-C and Control-V. I did control and the way you, deli- the way you delivered it. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, yeah, and the delivery was hey. impeccable. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyone could say words, but the way you said yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> impeccable. But yeah, I just lo- like that's crazy to me because I've heard of bands and artists doing an album and then you sign for a new record label that's bigger and you go, okay, well, now I'll make you a new album or I'll re-record it or I'll take some of the songs and I'll add some new stuff. But it's literally the same album wow. that they just went, I guess we'll put this out again. Well, he supported Dave Matthews and mm-hmm. that's why Dave Matthews went, I'll put it out on oh. my record label. You must yeah. just heard it and be like, damn. She's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I can't follow stuff. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Grant. Had you ever heard of David Gray before this album was nominated? I really do appreciate that question. You are David Gray. (laughs) (laughs) I don't talk that funny, do I? Um, Yes, I had. I had heard of of, um, of David Gray. Yeah, yeah, it's not often that I've, (laughs) out of the hundred odd episodes we've had, it's not often I can confidently say that I'd heard of (laughs) the artists that we're reviewing. So this does feel nice from that aspect. I am really proud of you in this moment. Really? Genuinely. Well, I appreciate that. I do. I take it to heart. So, yes, in fact, um, if I may recall my university days um, when I listened to this, <laughs> um, it was on a CDR, um, as in it was ripped from the Napster slash. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, from serious old school comp- compilation um, in the year 2000, which puts together a bit, of, a bit more sense um, that I might not have heard of it before, but... Again, I was just just drinking, to be clear, a lot at the time. Maybe the occasional, no, just drinking. <laughs> I'm so even more proud of you. Between 97 and 2000. Um, and Babylon, of course, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was. Course. Um, and um, the desperately sad, this year's love. <laughs> like, mm. oh, fuck, yeah. man. 
Um, but Babylon was on one of my um, disc compilations. Okay, cool. So, yes. Awesome. Never seen him live, though. Right, fair enough. To be clear, mm -hmm. for, the, uh, for the next question. Yeah. <laughs> George, please. Okay. David Gray, always, White always. Ladder. Um, I was, what, 15 when it came out in 2000. Mm -hmm. um, and... In yes. The, in the UK. In you the were in the UK. I was in the UK. I'm from the UK. Can you tell? <laughs> um, and uh, absolutely could not get away from listening no. to David Gray on the radio, TV adverts and like shows and just all, and like music shows and all that kind of stuff. Um, but um, my, my first thoughts were um, to our guests. We haven't met yet. What have I done to hurt you that you bring me this album? <laughs> because yes. this infiltrated yes. the airwave. So this infiltrated the air was breathe, breathing David Gray White Ladder for literally <laughs> a long time. years. True. Absolute yeah, and I was listening to punk. So um uh, and David Gray was just everywhere. And uh yeah, so I uh want to know what I did in advance of this that you um want to hurt me so uh because it wasn't just all over the radio and TV. Every time you went into your friend's mum's kitchen, she had the album on, or you got a lift yeah. from her, and you, like she had the album on, it's always just like, oh, he just needs a good woman. And I'm like, so all these desperate housewives are thinking, just want to help a good help play. Play. Poor David out. That's yeah. a big play. They all, they're absolutely, they're all suddenly like Poor going for David. David Gray. Poor David Gray. Oh, listen to his talk as well. Yeah, so I had to listen to this album with brand new ears and um, clenched teeth at some stage well, uh, begrudgingly uh, yes. i think i got flashbacks like i'm <laughs> I did. pretty sure oh, i was I got, sad i got flashbacks oh, yeah Damn i was yeah, sad for different reasons <laughs> well, but, sure. me like that, David. <laughs> but it was because it was like the complete opposite of everything i was really into at that time and so um yeah and it was everywhere but I'd listened to it and I've reviewed it for the purposes of this with completely clean ears. Nice. So I have undone the harm that he has caused me. <laughs> you separated me. yourself. With yourself. I've, You've I've, had to do it before when we've nominated albums that like your ex-boyfriends have oh. attributed to you and heralded no. you with no. these albums. So yeah, like you have to disconnect from... I've had to disconnect. Oh. Those awkward this was on tributes. this playlist and yeah. that playlist. Yeah. And, oh. I know. So many people sent me this as part of the... Okay, Grant, I'll send you a fucking playlist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, 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 have, I have listened to this as a musician and mm. uh, as a music lover. Mm. So you'll, you will have my genuine uh, comments yeah. for, for this show. Cool. Liam. Yes. You've heard of David Gray. I heard of him. I don't think I could have identified a song... But as I was listening to it, I knew Please Forgive Me in Babylon. And I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of recognize those from being around. But I didn't, yeah. If you this sat me down beforehand and told me what, what happened, who, who is he and what does he play, I wouldn't have been able to so tell you. So good. I know more about it yeah. then before <laughs> than yeah. you did. Yes. yes this is a great episode, guys. This is <laughs> really an great. awesome episode. Lucky you opened it. Flip it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> your compliment and you knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually. So 
Yeah, the next thing we normally talk about is seeing him live. So have you guys, I don't know if he's still touring, if he still does anything, have you ever seen him live? What's he What's he like as a live act if you haven't even watched videos or anything online? I haven't seen him live. I've never seen him live. Cool. I've seen videos of him playing and he, you know. It sounds as good as yeah, It sounds yeah, as good. It good. Nice. Well, fourth album. Man. Got that and voice. Yeah. Got it yeah, tonight. he's got that voice. Mm-hmm. I think he's played at festivals I've been at, yeah. like Glastonbury and stuff like that. You're probably cool. the opposite wow. stage. Oh, yeah, where if you were. Hardly mattered. Yeah, it would have been, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I wouldn't. I would not have elected to go there. I probably would have been in one of the dirty tents somewhere, <laughs> listening to some obscure band. But yeah, there we go. Cool. So Shan from the Facebook group says that uh, David Gray was one of the last shows she saw at Brisbane's Festival Hall. So for wow. Brisbane people, wow. Festival Hall was an iconic Dude, venue yeah. here for a long time, and then wow. yeah, as venues tend to do, it shut down and got taken over by developers, and it was very sad. But um. Yeah, so that was one of the last two. No, no year there. given. What, what year was that? She did, yeah, she didn't say. Um, but apparently, fan involvement too. Yeah, yeah. she said apparently. Cool, looking forward Sharon? to the looking forward to full album performance Shan. when he's able to tour. <laughs> so I guess that means he might be on like touring this album in full, and maybe maybe he the twenty year or twenty five year reunions. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. very those... insightful, Shan. Mm. Yeah, so she's hoping. I mean, maybe he's been doing tours and stuff on that, playing it in full. But yeah, she's looking forward to it. So, how do then do you guys know his other albums? Because I know when I'm from reading it, this was my first full album, and it's like you know his folk stuff, but mixed with a lot of trip hop and different drums and different percussion stuff. Mm. But they said everything. It said like this was the first album that he had done that sounded like this, and that's why it was a bit of a departure from his earlier stuff. So, have you guys heard of his other albums? How does it, how do they compare if you've heard his other stuff? So I've I pretty much that was the first White Ladder was the one I physically had as a CD, and then I've since like on Spotify I had a listen. And they don't seem to like hit the same mm-hmm. personally. Sure, just for some reason. So that's why it's for some reason one of those albums that's just um, hit differently. But maybe yeah. fandom yeah. affected him. Maybe I don't know, but maybe it's just a different style that I wasn't as into. Mm-hmm. So your oh, folks yeah. had it, had the disc or something, and you then yeah. got it yourself afterwards. Yeah, because yeah. it was so good. Like yeah, just lived in my little old desk sure. as a kid. And Babylon was one of those songs that was like the default. It was like music on your computer, and it yeah. was just like there were like three songs on the default, and it was one of them. <laughs> I was so played, and it, yeah, that gives me flashbacks when I hear that. I'm like, oh, true, it's a great, really, it's a great track. yes, mm. uh, so obscure. Great like, track. well, then it gets shipped with Windows or something. Yeah, literally, like a Windows That's default. Hitting a bit of a memory. That's you weird. Probably did it? You probably had it on the back when you were playing Space Invaders. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Minesweeper. Yeah. So there were five singles released over like the 18 months. So it was started out with This Year's Love was the first one mm-hmm. and then Babylon and then Please Forgive Me, Sail Away and Say Hello, Wave Goodbye, which will... Which is an interesting one. We will come, <laughs> yeah. we'll come to that. Yeah, yeah we one. can park that for a while. Yeah, we'll park that. That's, that's a, yeah, a bit idea. of a thing. Um, oh. So yeah, obviously David Gray played, the, did the vocals, did the guitar, piano, keyboards. Uh, on the album, he's joined by Craig McLoon, who did drums, vocals, keyboards, and bass. Tim Bradshaw, Simon Edwards, Colm Mac Con Eomer, which is one that's four names, and Terry Edwards. So Colm did violin, and Terry Edwards did some string arrangement and stuff as well. So Go, Terry. Cool. lots of lots Jimmy. of strings and drums and percussion and orchestral Tears. sweeps and that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. kind of like that was the whole thing was that it was merging, I guess, David's more folk side with big sweeping orchestral stuff, but then also some really lo-fi, low-key percussion, like trip-hop sort of stuff mm-hmm. as well. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. They call it folk-tronica. Okay, cool. As sure. a genre. 
Yeah. Okay. Sure, I trust you on that one. Yeah. So um, impressions, yeah. For the probably the least experienced. Yeah. David Gray. Oh my um, God, he's loving this. Appreciate it. Out of us all. Yeah. So I think it helped. I think it really helped that it opened with "Please Forgive Me." Yeah. Because that was one of the songs that I recognised because it gets used. So Scrubs is one of my favourite TV shows, and it gets used yes. in an early episode of Scrubs, oh, mm. and in a really good, really cool piece of Scrubs, like a really yes. nice bit of Scrubs Before as well. Goes, so I was yeah. like. I was like, I know this song, and then yeah. I looked it back, and it was like, oh yeah, that's that's that song there. So yeah, I, yeah, like the first few songs, like that first impression of just like, there's nothing that sounds like I've never heard anything that sounds like this before. Okay. And his voice like just blows you away right from the start as well. Like I know George, you've you've got saturation issues with his voice, <laughs> but just from someone who'd never heard of, I was like, yeah, and just finding those, like I guess. He has range within yeah. what he can do. Like mm -hmm. he doesn't do all the way up and all the way down, but he hits that line and then finds the range within it, which I really like mm -hmm. about his voice. So, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Cool, nice. And please forgive me, he has the lyrics. I got half a mind to scream out loud. I got half a mind. You got the same one? Got the same ones. There you go. But just, yeah, that song about still, like that love song of still being so infatuated with someone that every time you see them and every time they enter the room, you you still get butterflies and you can't talk and that sort of stuff. Right? So, <laughs> like, a lot of that sort of, like, it was almost kind of expecting, like, Please Forgive Me is like a, like, just the title alone is a down title. Like, it's like, I've done something wrong. Please forgive me for being, doing something wrong. But it's not. It's just like, please forgive me for losing my nerve when you come into the room and, you know, getting all excited by it. So it's actually a really nice love song. And the housewives were wetting their panties yeah. all over the country. <laughs> I'm not sure you've been graphic enough. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Grant. I don't you got anything else? <laughs> yeah, no, got anything else? Yeah. When a woman's excited. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so please forgive me if I act a little strange. It's like mm, a, yes. the whole premise. Mm. So, Alex, yeah. you often apologise to your girlfriend for getting too excited when she walks in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> when you're listening to David Gray, yeah, busted yeah. again. Nice, wow. Wrecked. And then Babylon, that was a single too, right? Yeah, that was a big single. So we can that talk about Babylon. We can talk about Babylon. That was the one Grant was like, "Yep, made it onto a, onto a cut disc." So nice. Jeez, nice. oh. that was took a bit of work for that too. I can tell you, mm. back in those days. Yeah. Um, Pissed and high, yeah. listening to the. Jeez, well, I didn't say that. I was just <laughs> you know, sure, let's go with that. Um, no, just a great song, really. Mm. Um, yeah. What more needs to be said? So, Carrie from the Facebook group, who's actually been a guest on our podcast way back Karen. when. Um, Shane and Karen. Carrie. 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 Sorry. 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 Um, says Babylon's one of her favorite songs of all time. Wow. Oof. She loves it that much, and she. I th she, she went lived call, in, she went lived in England for a little while, so I think because it describes a, a weekend slash night slash party weekend in living out in London. So you start out on the Friday night, Friday night. You're, you're feeling a bit sad, <laughs> you're feeling a bit lonely and alone. Then he goes partying, he goes because he's so alone. He goes hardcore on the Saturday and into the Saturday night, and then on Sunday he sort of drags himself up and he's walking home through the streets and there's all the leaves in the streets and everything. And he gets home and he realizes he's about to be alone again. But then there's that last line where he turns around and someone that he's met over the weekend has followed him home. 
It's not really, it's not really <laughs> clear how she found out where he lives, but she's there to make him feel better. This is true. So um, yeah, I like the the triptych and the because like he mm. he lays out journey. It's Friday night, it's Saturday night, it's Sunday, and yeah, I guess that yeah. Carrie might have experienced something similar on wild weekends while she well, was living in, living in London as well. Maybe she and it's got really folksy guitar with mm, that plum machine sound. So yeah, so right. I, I guess if riff. you are learning to play guitar, then obviously you'd try and pick up this kind of folksy guitar yeah. sound. Yeah, I learned it, learned it early on. Oh yeah, nice. It's one of those ones you just like. I want to learn to play something. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I've got a guitar upstairs, so I'll oh. just rush off, grab that, okay. and you can play live. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, that one has the um, lyrics. Only wish that you were here. You know I'm seeing it so clear. I've been afraid to show you how I really feel. So mm. that's another moment of tenderness in his mm. um, lyrics. So even his like lyrics are folksy, kind of you can just imagine like, without all the drums and stuff. You yeah, just true. imagine it sitting on the deck and singing all these songs about missing out on women. <laughs> <laughs> it also put me in mind a bit of like a massive attack, but like like that thing where you pivot a song to just like be slightly more positive mm-hmm. like maybe not use so like not quite as tortured as most massive attack songs but just using a similar sort of trip-hop beat mm. there's yeah really i was cool. gonna say i've actually written massive attack a couple of times with yeah. some of the trip-hop like mm-hmm. it makes perfect and timing wise um like something like mezzanine came out in what 95 mm. yeah so there would be a huge influence so i'm there but i did write at the end of babylon in my notes i wrote she was there all along. Ah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love how big that chorus is. It's like kind of unexpected when you're if you listen to it for the first time. It just sort of comes out quite big. It's just quite an open chorus, and then the chord changes are what really get me near the sort of end of the chorus. Is it just like it resolves on this note that just you know you feel it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a physical feeling. Yeah, it's weird. One of those special <laughs> ones. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, one of those notes. Yeah. I reckon if I had like an end of the world playlist, that would be like somewhere near the start and middle, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I was thinking, would it be an end song? Probably probably not. Because you so probably want to go out on it. You want to go out on a massive That's party. what I was going to say. You want to yeah, go out yeah, like, like the last yeah. song ever. Would that be an up or a down? Yeah. Oh, that'd be an up for sure. Up, mm-hmm. Yeah. Up, Let's go. Yeah. You've got to be running into the sun as it's, it's <laughs> yeah. tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice glory. I need one of this playlist now. Yeah. <laughs> Any other favorite songs of yours that you wanted to, that you really like? Uh, well, this is love's like yep. one, one that really has always gotten me. It's a, oh yes, yeah. yeah. That and should. sail away probably are my two. <laughs> big ones. Do you play? Uh, you're a romantic boy. He's a bit of a romantic yeah, I, this I, guy. I, he's a feeler. Uh, and that one, when I first sort of <laughs> learnt piano, I was and wanted to sing. Well, I learnt piano when I was younger, but when I wanted to put singing over the top of it, that was like one of the first ones I learnt. And I was like, because it's just the way he sings it. It's simple lyrics, but sort of the projection timbre he gets on his vocals and just it's so fun to do as soon as you like this year's love yeah mm-hmm. and as soon as i did i was like wow how do you think of that like it's so simple but it's so effective yeah it's pretty amazing have you played it for chicks no <laughs> i don't oh. think that'd be that cope well and that's it's too overpowered sure, too to much stop middle. start yeah. <laughs> i swear i know it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'll be playing the next corner that. Just look away for a second. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be lyric buddies with someone, but. Um... So, won't you kiss me? 
Your favorite line yeah. too? Yeah, there you go. It's piano led, but it's not fast piano. Like it's yeah. slow, like yeah, it's just slow right. contemplative melodies. Just reflective. Beat. Yeah, just like you feel like he probably could play it faster, but he's just no, no. I've constructed the song the way I want to construct it. <laughs> and then there's orchestral stuff at the end, but it's like it's at the other end of the room. So it's like, it's not like they've recorded and then just turned it down turned down the gain or anything it's like it feels like there's a space between where he's sitting at the piano and where the orchestra stuff is i don't know if anybody else felt that but i was just I was like that's yeah there's like an echo or there's something on it that's making mm. it feel like it's in a different space which i thought was really cool yeah cool mm. so that song appeared in the films the girl next door crazy beautiful and wimbledon as well as on the tv series dawson's creek the umbrella academy and covered on lucifer it's a particular so, audience, isn't it? I was yeah. covered on <laughs> I remember that episode of Lucifer. There you go. And Jasmine. I remember getting so annoyed. Uh, <laughs> Fucking oh. love that TV show. Oh, uh, it's, it's a different person. Jasmine Thompson. You didn't, it didn't matter that it was being covered. Your rage over the saturation covered even covers. No, it's Jeez. fine. It's fine. That's, that's super angry. Yeah, it, it, was wow. at, really it was at the time. Fast forward. Yeah. The, look, I've listened with fresh ears now. It's all good. I put, yeah. I've made lots I'm start, of notes. I'm starting to feel maybe you didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you. At a time. Or couldn't. I'm oh. discussing my history <laughs> yeah. with it. The history of the album. That's mm. all. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's like that piano... It's really beautiful, and the fact that he's accomplished and plays all the. In fact, the fact that you're accomplished, that you've played the guitar <laughs> and the piano parts of David Gray album. Yeah, you just, <laughs> like, hold on a Boom. second. Try to do the David Gray effect. Oh, it's so sad. You play orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Me. <laughs> tell me I'm okay. You're not convincing as a sad person, but. Uh... <laughs> oh yes. Uh. I'm a phony. <laughs> yeah, but I'm you sure you could put it on to like cover the. So congrats on being able to play. <laughs> listen to any this, shag rock? this album. <laughs> oh, awesome! Um, so, weren't you talking about Sail Away? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sail Away was the next one. A bit more straightforward. This one, like more the folksy, and then with a bit more the solid percussion behind it. Mm. But it's got whistling. It does have whistling in oh, the violin to end. Yeah, it's got freaking whistling. It's got freaking whistling. It's pretty good. It? No hand claps. No, I don't think David Gray is big no. on the hand claps. <laughs> a little bit too excited for him. He's a bit too yeah. busy. For the, for the keys. Yeah. <laughs> keys only. No. Um, yeah, and again, he's got some nice lyrics in Sail Away. Falling in and out Trying to get some explanation here by the way some people are I can relate I've definitely bar hopped in some kind of like hope that I'll figure some shit out in my life like why people act the way they do and then I just get really drunk yeah. and go home so but the I, line the line before I had the same lyric but with the line before that I don't know where he goes I've been talking drunk, drunk and gibberish, gibberish yeah. yeah I've been talking <laughs> yeah drunk and gibberish yeah that, that is also me yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is true that's like how he delivers that too the way he sings gibberish yeah Funny. And it's relatable, I mm. think, lyrically relatable. But there's really nice harmonies in there too. And at some point, there is, um, like halfway through, the, there's synth 
sounds, but it's like just this droney noise underneath, like that's it underneath the rest of the song. So you've got like the fun drums and you've got the acoustic guitar strumming um, and his vocals, but they're, they're just this kind of like synthy kind of droney sound. Unless my computer was playing up. But um, yeah, but it worked really well. Did it sound in key? It was in key. So, so it should have been real. It just, that, yeah. <laughs> I just thought. I mean, basically, your, your, your computer yeah. produced a droney sound that happened to be exactly in key with what you were t- listening to. And at it, the was time. In key, it was in keeping with the massive textile drums. Yeah, so, yeah, so that, you know, fine. I'll, I'll listen back. <laughs> Maybe just listen to the computer first. Yeah I'll, listen yeah. To, I'll listen to other stuff first yeah that's fine <laughs> um so uh grant yes did you have a particular track look obviously the um we spoke please see me babylon um white letter mm-hmm. double tick huh double tick double tick double tick yeah grant has a tick, tick system yeah but a tick system how many ticks Loving is the double cat? drums or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, there's only ever two. You can never oh. get to two. No, so you, no better. You did a song once before you instead of got three. Once. Yeah. Fuck, I must have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But I could have. It's pretty rare. Look, you could, yeah, well, exactly. But maybe on one hand, yeah. you could do it. Triple mm-hmm. tick. Yeah. It's virtually unheard of. It's like a <laughs> What was it? What got the Couldn't triple? remember. You yeah, I remember. Oh, but I remember what song it was. But you mean very flipping good song, I can tell you. Was it the National? It might have been the national. <laughs> Must we? I don't want to dwell on that. I, I think it's wrong that we it brings it gets brought up so regularly. Um, so on White Ladder, he that's where I talk about he tested his like falsetto, like he really pushes oh, his voice yeah. up in that super high register as well. I've got falsetto is sweet. Yeah, but he never he never sounds like he's straining, like his nah, his voice is going never. all over the place. But it sounds like you could just do no, it all the time so if you want. You could do it all the time if you yeah. wanted to. And it's got those drums at the start of that one. Yeah. 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 It's got more of the trip hop percussion stuff again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it, let's talk about the last track. Yes. <laughs> Soft Cell. Mm-hmm. A cover. A slow cover of that. Yep. Why? So Say Hello, Wave Goodbye <laughs> yeah, comes from Soft Cell's album. But also their version only goes for five minutes. Five minutes. And this one goes so for eight. His one has some nine. lines. Nine. From, yeah, I had nine. Nine. Um, I had ten. I'll see you nine because he adds in some lines from some two Van Morrison songs onto the end oh. of it. So he just goes, Morrison. "Here's my soft sell cover," but also I like Van Morrison too. But I'll I didn't want to cover his whole thing. So yeah, I'll just tax some Van Morrison on the end. Very wow. cool, Van Morrison tax. Yeah, yeah. do on the Love end of Van. There you go. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Speaking of Van, we have a van that we take around Australia usually, and now it's finally over probably like five years. It can only go forwards. Yeah. So the reversing yeah. is gone. So it's what, 22 drive. years old? Yeah. 22 year old car? Definitely super careful where you park yeah. it. Massive yeah. segue. Yeah. He did that. Our bass player just segue. drove past it <laughs> the other day and he was like, oh. Where do we go? How do we get there? <laughs> we from, from to the car. Van Morrison. Van. 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 Yeah. Speaking of Van. Van. To the car. So we put out our like rest van. in peace Camp. posts today on the socials. Oh, did it have a name? Uh, Shaggin Wagon, I think. Shaggin Wagon, it was known <laughs> by most. Okay. Because anyway, Shag Rock. Back to Van Morrison. So, are you, casing another, are you casing a replacement van? Can the people of Flawless help you out? Yeah. Casing a replacement yeah. Patreon supplier a van. Shan. Carrie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're talking to you. Shan. <laughs> anyway. Cool. We jest. <laughs> but you wouldn't say no. George, did you have. <laughs> 
to your great reluctance, sure. any favorite songs? Here we go. Uh, I do have a heart. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> um, he has tick systems. I have heart systems. Um, so um, My Oh My, mm-hmm. track three, mm. that wonderful strumming guitar in the minor with harmonies and then that chord progression in the vocals and the chorus is sweet and it's unusual. Um, and I really like how he spits out the word definite in it when he's um, oh, singing. Yeah. Definite. Uh, definite. Um, and yeah, so I think there's kind of like a guitar solo, but it's hidden, mm-hmm. like it's a sneaky hidden one in the background. Um, and basically it's about life or love being relentless, um, which is relatable. Um, <laughs> and he has the lyrics. It takes a lot of love. It takes a lot of love these days. My oh, oh my, my. <laughs> actually. <laughs> you were close. Yeah. Uh, so that's a song that I would actively listen to again. And oh, again. We'll put it on after here's this a, podcast. Here's a question. Put that did on you have, Did you like it even back then at all? It yeah. was homogenous to me back oh. then. Okay, so it wasn't like an evil this one. Song like thing, sound that was everywhere. Yeah, it was okay. just, just, you know. Just in the background. Just, yeah. Yeah, so it was just like I could tell you a David Gray song because it was just like every fucking where. So, um, and I had friends play the albums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I have had the album all the way through, but I never actively said, I like this one. Like it's a bit different to the others, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, so it was just homogenous at the time. But I did, it did get my heart of approval. Mm. Um, and I like the beginning of We're Not Right. That does it throbbing bass line all the way at the start so cool yes and that dirty kind of electro beat mm-hmm. in it so that's nice oh yeah that one had a nice like soft harmony falsetto harmonies in that mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Really liked. and the theremin it's got it's got a theremin bit all the, like about uh, halfway through there's a theremin bit comes in i thought that i thought it's it was a, theremin. a so like, theremin's an instrument confused. that sits on top of a keyboard and you plug it in and it emits a wave and then you put your hand next to it, and as you interrupt the wave, oh, the wave bouncing back yeah. creates. So it's like, oh, look at you. so it's like you, you you see them all like they'll shake their hands as they go in because as their hand shakes as it's interrupting the wave, like those waves just bounce back onto the oh, thing. Cool. So there's a band, this rain band called Rocket Science, who play. They have a theremin, and they, yeah, their lead dude does theremin stuff, and he's the same. Like he just vibrates all over the stage as he's trying to shake this double theremin. I don't I don't know what a double theremin would look like. That'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be like a priest with a list. Yeah. <laughs> That's shit joke. <laughs> but yeah, so awesome instrument and there's a bit of a theremin in this one. Well, I, I thought it was um, a synth note put through Did a pitch I, shifter. I thought it was a theremin. But no, it could I, be a theremin. I, it didn't say, nowhere else in the thing I did actually say that's what it was, so I could be wrong. But it felt like from the sound of it that that's what it was. I did like it when he said, and that song has brought a teardrop to my eye. Because I'm like, yeah, there's definitely songs that have hit me in the feels before mm-hmm. that made me just like a bit emotional, like in a club somewhere with a tear in my eye. It's but, not a happy album. Like, no, okay. Okay. it's just not. No. I, even, even, even in his up love songs are still dark and yeah. like a little bit more. What, what is a white ladder? Like, what's, what's he doing there? Mm. Um, I'm assuming. Maybe ask the people. Yeah, put it out to the, put it the out. socials. Until otherwise, I'm assuming it's just many lines of coke. 
<laughs> unless advised otherwise, that's what you're going on. Yeah, unless advised otherwise. Okay. Yeah. I would have thought literally it's a white ladder, and he thought it was cool to name an album, but that's maybe he was a painter. Need to clean the gutters out really bad. Yeah. Leaves problems and why it reflects the sun or something. Yeah. And from on Mud Island, which is doesn't get much sun. Wow. Yeah. Sticks out like a sore thumb, it? Yeah. Sure. Sounds pretty Any other songs with a heart, George? With a heart? Well, not with hearts, but um, the vocals, guitar intro are really nice with the harmonies on Night Blindness. Mm-hmm. Wow, that one. Well, it's got an almost country melody <laughs> through it. Like, but like, because it's so sparse, it's harder to pick. But the, mm-hmm. the guitar melody through that is almost, yeah, country-esque, I mm-hmm. thought. But yeah, with the electric over the acoustic, and then a, there's like a small, simple organ melody playing through it as well. Yeah, it worked really well. Uh, it sounded like a harmonium or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was a really nice, yeah, that was a really nice sound. Like little solo. Cool. What about Liam? Have you? No, I think we've covered all the ones that I really liked. Did you guys have anything that you wanted to cover before Any we go additional come ones? to a final pitch? Yeah, no, not really. The songs. I was just interesting when we did the lyrics um, for this one because uh, just. David Gray and his lyrics that they're very they're more sort of general and worldly, but the way he sings them makes them hit differently. It's a it's a funny one to say back in just talking through his lyrics mm-hmm. um, compared to a lot of other artists where they'll be quite you know profound or something quite unique. David Gray is very you know um, it's the way he sings it too mm. that it gets gets to you differently. I would say yeah, the tone and the intonation and the yeah. delivery are really important. Like yeah, when you yeah, say them out loud, when you actually listen to it's, it. It's yeah. Not quite. Doesn't have that impact. Don't, yeah. as well. Justice, just yeah, that's counting them now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, still good. Just mm-hmm. better when not, he does. It. Not nearly as sad or morbid in the <laughs> delivery <laughs> as he was during this album. Yeah, remember, none of no us one, are crying. No, one, no one else will hear, remember. No one else will hear us saying the lyrics. It's just they ah, get true, so. True. But, uh, but yeah, and you'll it's their loss. You'll have to trust <laughs> us, everybody, that it's not the same when people just talk yeah. the lyrics because <laughs> it's just not. Cool. A couple more comments from Facebook, and this is where I start regretting that I said I was going to put Facebook comments on the podcast. Uh, Guy Utters Cow Meadow says, David Gray got played to death at one stage in my life. Lovely voice. So, is George. That, do, yeah. you know, do you know this guy? Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> is that your, is that your Guy fiance? Utters. Guy Utters Cow Meadow. Is that his Facebook name? Yep. I'll um, say, is that George's old name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. Not George. Oh, no. <laughs> and then Martin Rollo Rose agrees with us and saying, big fan of White Ladder, really good album. So thank you everybody on the Facebook group for sending in your thoughts. Cool. It's almost like it's a good idea to have yeah. the group, Liam. It is. And post it's, in advance, Liam. It is. All <laughs> your that's ideas. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, Liam. Mm. So if you're listening to this episode and you're not in the Facebook group, jump in there and we'll um, let you know when we're recording and what we're going to be talking give about. Give a shout out. Like we will Shannon, give people shout outs. Carrie. Carrie. So I and Guy. Yeah. Literally, I took okay, Georgia. loads of notes and also took down lots of lyrics. This has been really like growth. This is a lot of I'm growth. Impressed. Really growth. That's good. Thanks. I think, well, well done. We've, we're all maturing s- I, so slowly, but we are. <laughs> may not feel like it. I would say I enjoyed. No. Ooh. I don't Let's know. Lie. Let's Let's lie. Lie. We enjoyed the process. On this podcast. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that is, is impressive. This is the podcast is serious business. There's no room for enjoyment here. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to be satisfied after this, this process? This is true. I put no. my back out right in these days. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Cool. Uh, does anyone have any final thoughts before we do go to final no. pitch, Jordan Grant? No, you guys good to go? I reckon he was a painter. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Final Happy. pitch. Any other final thoughts? Final pitch, anything more to add? I think we've covered it. I think 
Yeah, it speaks for itself. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, well, I'll I'll start with with George to my immediate left, (laughs) um, who's shown immense maturity and growth in in (laughs) listening to this. Even even showing up tonight, I would say. Well, yeah, sure. (laughs) And hosting what has been a wonderful evening. Um, Thanks, guys. Final thoughts, please. So I'm allowed back, am I? (laughs) To your own home. To my own home. Yeah, this is fine. Flawless or otherwise? So um, I had to listen to this pretending I'd never heard it before as we've established mm-hmm. um and it was like described as folk electronica uh which is two genres i am very much a fan of so um i was like okay if i'm gonna listen to this as folk electronica um not as a 15 year old punk kid then um let me enjoy it for what it is so um i went through the album and when i got over the ptsd um i listened to the album multiple times and i pulled out some awesome lyrics that i thought he was a really good writer i picked up on some incredible instruments that he was playing so really good piano really good um uh, guitar and i really i loved the additional instruments that were there so the, um, adding in the strings i think it was really cool um and yeah it's definitely um an album to make women fall in love with him like he's obviously so broken in some way and he needs needs these women um which uh you can't fault him for because i listen to a shit ton of other music like that um but the problem for me is that so much of this is really good and you can tell that he wrote it and produced it and put it out himself because there was no one there to say rein it in a bit so there's just too many occasions where it's like, I've got to have the synth, I've got to have the drums, I've got to have the guitar, I've got to have the piano, and it's all at the same time. Whereas there, um, if This Year's Love had no drums, I'd have just really enjoyed that song. But I was like, the drums don't need to be there. Um, and there's a couple of other times where um, there was just instruments where if you just removed some elements and you left it as a folksy guitar song and you didn't add the drum machine for like for the song then it would be really like lovely but then it just felt like it was just cramming so much in like he's really good at all these things so let's put them all together on every single track which is why when I said homogenous earlier I kind of listened back and go I could put this album in any order and it would Mm. it would be the same journey for me so it's not flawless um, but it is a lot better than I remember, <laughs> and, oh, and I'm gonna yeah take take back my vitriol, um, and I'm no longer <laughs> upset with you um, for bringing this album to me because it's kind of reset the boundaries of me enjoying music that I've previously been averse to. So yeah. thank you for wow. helping yeah, me proud grow. Proud of your growth. <laughs> thank you. Well, the review. Nice. That was very good. Wow. Liam. Hello. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Mr. Gray and White Mm. Ladder, please, sir. So I really love this album. I yeah. The opening the first three tracks are just amazing. Like just finding different ways. Like they don't even sound hugely different, but just finding different spaces within a genre, like the folktronic genre, but still sounding like him. So yeah, love the first three. Was loving it all the way through. But then the last song. A nine-minute cover, 
I just didn't, I felt like he was so good at constructing songs for those first nine songs that I just felt for him to then go, and now here's something else that I like. I was like, I just want you, I was happy enough with just your songs. I didn't need a cover and I didn't need you to just tack on some lines from Van Morrison, like just completely unnecessarily for me. I was just like, if I get to that one again, it's the same thing. I just get to it and I just go, no, I'll skip back to the start because the opening is amazing and I'm just ready for the album opening again. I don't think having that cover justifies it enough. So I was just like, oh, it just, it didn't feel like a hymn song in the way that the others did. So loved it all the way through, but just that last one really, that swerved it for me. So wow, huh? couldn't give it for us. Wow. Flip it. For a man with such little experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an amazing um, Grant, assessment. we are here to bask in your knowledge and experience of this album. Could you please give us your sure. final thoughts yeah, and your Lord. glorious... It's going to be just ceiling, I think. There we go. Well, look. look um, so, released 98 under his um, label and then 2000. With, mm-hmm. I, think I would have heard it before it got... I definitely heard it before 2000 when it was referred okay. to a disc. So I would have heard Babylon before. Um, but it was such a, it was a desperately sad time for me because I lost my dad in 98 in mm-hmm. that car accident in, in the April. And I was so flipping hot or and like mixed up for, um, I struggled to listen to this. It was, and, and, and it's, and it's amazing music. Like this year's love is just so good. And it is hot sort of shit. Um, and it, I got sad today listening to it, which is a credit to the freaking album and David and the music. So that's, um, that's really awesome. Um, struggled through it and listened, um, in listening to it. I wouldn't have listened to the whole thing at the time, but there's so many good hits that, and it's it is very familiar. It must have been in the background of various places, um, and begrudgingly, um, I thought it was flawless, save for that last flipping track. <laughs> and I don't like to agree with Liam. It frustrates me in principle. <laughs> I do agree with Liam on a very basic level, and that we we like this toing and froing. But I th- really thought it was fantastic, and I just went, why? <laughs> why and I know I know I know Tainted Love would be the only other soft cell um, song that I would have known and I don't even know that I mean I knew it extended it but I know the lyrics for that so I'm going to say no for the exact reasons of, mm. of Liam um, and it's a great album mm. but why is <laughs> nine minutes and not his own yeah, like, yeah, more, yeah. probably more specifically not, not his own work and and um, you just sort of go, yes, but you really almost got that. Because so. he could have written a nine-minute oh, yeah. epilogue yeah. Sure. Yeah. for his album. He could have done some epic thing with all of his strings and everything and mm. or whatever. But, yeah. But it was it was like a repetitive one, too. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. it was just a bit, it was an intriguing way to end an otherwise, like, superb Mm. album and would have given it to you cool um so thanks very much for bringing it just before you wrap up where can people find out more about shag rock yes we didn't cover that at the start so uh we're on everything shag rock is on instagram facebook i would say go to spotify first hear the music before you see the people that's what i reckon (laughs) keep it pure keep it clean we have two very beautiful young men in this room yes no 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 Refined. If you could put scraping Wait. nails on a chalkboard into visual format, that's what you'd be seeing right now. <laughs> Heads for podcasts. So yeah. <laughs> Soon they'll be filmed. Don't worry. All right. Well, thanks for bringing it, um, guys. That was oh, thanks so much, man. Yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed it. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're Flawless AMP on all of those. 
so you can join in the conversation, share or like your posts or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also have the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flawlessamp. If you'd like to back us, please check that out and give generously. <laughs> it's not a freaking charity. <laughs> it's, I know that, but people are richer for listening to us. Cheers, guys. Bye.